The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Looking for a gain at the open, even as IBM and Lockheed will open lower on earnings. Gas prices two-month low helping sentiment a bit, now falling for 34 consecutive days. Our roadmap begins with the market set for a positive open. As we said, gas prices falling is a soft landing in the cards. And the $44 billion standoff heads to court today at a virtual hearing. Twitter is seeking to expedite a trial uh, against Elon Musk for his decision to try to terminate that transaction. Plus an economic warning, Apple reportedly preparing to slow hiring, joining a chorus of tech companies that are putting a lid on new employees. Let's begin with the markets looking to rebound after yesterday's decline, Jim. Some discussion, I think there was a Bloomberg headline describing the stock market as deserted, meaning vo- volume and liquidity so low that we're w- winding up with these weird intraday swings. Well, I mean, yesterday was a good example. Uh, the story came out, it, it drifted out about Apple and how they're, they're holding hiring. And I said, okay, how, is this going to happen every day? Will it be NVIDIA today? Will it be Advanced Micro? Uh, will it be uh, some company? It would be Schlumberger report this way, Honeywell. It, it just doesn't matter. Though some company leaks out they're not going to hire, and we get this sudden belief, wow, there may be a slowdown. David, I am so sick of the wow, it may be a slowdown. It's obviously a slowdown. And what you're seeing are some companies actually bucking the trend, and other companies taking the action that we would all favor. Why should should Meta add 10,000 more engineers than it needs? Why? It, it, It shouldn't. But is it reflective of their preparing for more difficult times? Is that going to be a part of the guidance that we get when Meta reports or when Apple reports? I made the point yesterday. I was looking at Apple yesterday, right? During the show, it was down 15%. I said to you, everybody's hiding in Apple. If that breaks, the market breaks. And so the concern is, well, but the concern is this is a forerunner of Apple saying, you know what? Things are slowing for our business. That would not be good. Well, I mean, look, if we think that everything's secular growth, we might as well just say, look, look, every company is like, uh, like Mr. Myers. It's not. These companies are dependent on, on people buying things. They're dependent on, on advertising. And for maybe for the longest time, uh, their cycles were uh, just secular, not real cycles, but just like kind of this way, st- stair step. And suddenly we're starting to hear, wait, these companies are hostage to, the, to Jay Powell. Well, that's, of course, they're big GDP plays as well as secular gainers. And I just don't think that we should start holding them to the standard that everything they do can't be stopped by the Fed. The Fed's stopping everything. I mean, someone has to buy this. They can sell stuff, but someone has to buy it. Uh, certainly was a theme running through Goldman's quarter. Uh, and, of course, they talked about renewing the practice of calling employees at year end. And, of wow. course, David Solomon talked to Jim last night on Mad Money about the overarching impact of inflation. Take a listen. 
I think what I was trying to say is there's inflation everywhere. And as I talk to CEOs that have big global supply chains, they're not seeing it level off yet. And so I'm not going to predict, you know, I think certainly we're going to see tighter monetary conditions to try to control that. But I'm not going to project that, that trajectory, Jim, but we're just trying to be nimble and in a position to support our clients as they navigate what obviously will be a period of tighter financial conditions in order to try to tame that inflation. I am hopeful at all times when I approach CEOs. And I can tell you that my hopeful, my hopeful personality has led to quick contradictions about the notion that supply chain is fixed. Uh, you speak to, we talk about J&J, we speak to the CFO, what does he say? He says, look, Jim, no, not yet. I mean, we hope, we hope. David, there are still supply chain issues that, as, as Greg Hayes said yesterday in a remarkable interview, saying, please raise rates. We cannot get the job done unless you raise rates. And I'm thinking, what? Did he just say, when he simply, he can't get enough engineers, he needs the economy to slow down? We all know Greg Hayes as what? Straight talker. Yes. And so he did not give the, well, you know, everything's going to be fine. He, he said, we are not fine. Our industry's not fine. We can't find the engineers. All right, but that's a weird a way to attack the issue, I think. Please raise rates so the economy will slow so I can hire more people. Well, I'm not hearing that from a lot of other businesses, but Okay. I, I, look, I, I liked it because I, I think there's a mismatch of engineers. If you're out, and by the way, did you hear what Solomon was saying about how, look, it's harder to get our jo- a job here than it is to get into Stanford or anything? You know, they're making the point that maybe there's a shift, Carl, if you're a smart kid, to say, you know what? Maybe that gauntlet that I have to go through at Google and Facebook isn't <laughs> worth it. I mean, you know, the seven interviews at Facebook only to be told, oh, yeah, we met up. No, sorry. By text. No. <laughs> I mean, look, I had a friend, you know, I told you the guy was bagging the goods. He wanted to bag up, be a shopping bag bagger in the Hamptons. Guy asked for his resume and after two weeks turned him down. That's, that's where we're going. <laughs> well, Jim, uh, whether it's chips or engineers, it's, it's the dollar as well. Uh, oh. IBM's a quarter uh. last night. Um, and J&J today trimming on again on Forex, well, which is interesting. I wonder if you think the market kind of looks through that right now. Okay, it's a great question because I think they looked through it for J&J. They didn't look through it for IBM. There was a moment of controversy. It was not a great conference call where IBM was saying, listen, we're in 170 countries. Give us a break. There were no breaks given on that call. David, I found that call, I'm going to use the term unruly. 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 Okay. All right. Well, you Everybody used a lot had of different issue. adjective to describe calls. Um, that's an interesting one. Well, unruly. Well, I just think that Arvin stock's going to be down maybe as much as eight bucks. Well, you know, it was as you said, it's one of the strongest performers of the year. But Arvin, Arvin Christian was saying, "Look, we're going to have great growth in cash flow." So then the people said, "Well, listen, you're at the lower end of your cash flow projection." And then people start saying, "What happened to all those great divisions that you were doing?" That was a, you know, exciting and fast-growing. Looks like Red Hat has slowed. I'm going to ask Harvin tonight, what about weather? Do you ever look at the weather thing? I mean, they paid a couple of mil for it. How does it fit into the overall strategy? Particularly because that was supposed to be with Watson. Watson, don't come here. I don't need the weather, you. Right. They own the weather.com, right? Weather.com. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at this, David. Dummy, right, tell, it's tell this me. very moment. 
It says it's sunny. It says, actually, I check uh, Oxford in, it, in England, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's 100. Yeah, well, it how actually about Oxford, two how about Oxford Mississippi? Yeah. yeah, actually, I haven't seen 100 Philadelphia's 80, yesterday. Richmond 81. I mean, well, this is something. 100 degrees do I need in the UK, IBM, and they don't have air conditioning. But do I need IBM to do the Weather Channel? I don't know, Jim. I, I don't know. What did you just say? That's an obvious question. No. The answer is no. Thank Not, you. I don't know. Do you think what he's... Can you imagine uh, him in court? <laughs> oh, believe me, it's going to be interesting. Not for me in court, but when we get I to court. I think the Twitter court's going to be interesting. It is. We'll you know know, the, we're going to talk the about that Chancellor soon. The Chancellor has COVID, and she didn't stop it? Uh, yeah, you think you want... You want Boom, 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 it's fast remote. Fast. It's remote, the hearing today. We'll talk about right. that in a minute. Can I come back to the market, though, given all the different things you've mentioned this morning? It doesn't make it I'm any easier to, to navigate pasti- this market. A pastiche, if not a mosaic of the things that uh, really matter. You know, I mean, what I can need to hear from <laughs> the market's impossible to figure out is what a lot of there people There we go. Say. Okay, good night. Well, that's kind no, of reflected. That's not valuable. Uh, no, that's reflected in well, the B of A fund manager survey today. Cash yeah. levels highest since 01. Equity allocation lowest since Lehman. Uh, Hartnett says full investor capitulation uh, suggests a rally in the coming weeks. Right, and that same symbolist, uh, fantastic uh, opus talked about the liquidity. Where's the liquidity? Well, the answer is liquidity comes back. If there's some reason to, for it to be there. No, but right now nobody's running risks, so to speak. And, well, you know, well, and here well, I'm talking ha- about more on the institutional side, obviously, not retail. But and yet and Goldman, that not running risk. Tra- it's like, that well, trading what am I going to do? What, risk? Are, the, are the Russians going to turn the gas back on? What's Netflix going to look like? Are we still going to have the great unsubscribe? I mean, you just go through this, you know, I don't well, know. We what always to do. have issues like this. We, Italy. We and always draggy. do. We always do have yeah, issues. So let's of just, course. But why don't we accept that and say, okay, these issues seem to be a little more. At Goldman, they're doing. Things. It's a little more difficult. The inflation versus supply chain versus China, on and off versus the Russians. And what they're going to do in Europe? It's a puzzle. So you try to solve it. You don't just throw your hands up and say, you know, Carl, I, I, I don't really understand. I, I just I'm going to go do nothing. No, but your argument is, well, don't worry about it and buy it. No, it is not. It's more sophisticated and rigorous as, than that. And I, I actually resent that. You do? Yes. Well, that's kind of what I heard you say. But Apple, though. No, no. You said I, it's, it's okay if they things no, slow. No, you no, still I'm wanna... saying the whole market went down because somebody said that Apple is not going to be that much hiring or not. The whole market, the semiconductors turned around. I mean, come on. There's a lot of interest. I still think the high-performance computing, the data center, is strong. But when I read that, say, Amazon canceled a lease in, I don't know, Kalamazoo, no offense, Kalamazoo, great city, I'm, I'm supposed to just immediately short Amazon? Right. I mean, what kind? You're the you're the, the hedge fund people. They are desperate. They are. It's they true. are desperate. And, and I just suggest that they go on DraftKings. They are desperate. And try to figure out the home run derby. That guy's good. He's good. You know, J Rod is good. He's 21. Can you imagine? Yeah. No. I well, I, I can't really imagine being that big and strong and talented. <laughs> All right. Enough. So that's just talking about something that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. See, that's what it's like when I'm I'm doing things. Yeah. I. Ask you something, I give you a little bit of extraneous stuff. And yes. And you say, let's bring me right back. Bring yes. me right back. I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah, I know. So I want to move on to, what about J&J, well, let's, let's just talk. Let's just do energy really quick. Uh, national gas averages, we said, dropping below 450 a gallon. First time in a couple of months. Uh, gas Buddy tells us, Jim, 35 states have at least one station at 399 or less. And 
sub four average in South Carolina, Texas, might be joined by some other states today. Uh, it, look, it, it definitely reached the demand destruction. We got demand destruction calls yesterday. It finally got to the point where I think people just said, all right, all right, I'm not going to do that excess mile. However, I, I would po- point out that Saudis are, are pumping more. The Russians are pumping more. If we had D's here from the from uh, the White House, he would say that it, the independents are pumping more. And of course, we're pumping from the SBR. So, I mean, we're pumping from everywhere. And it, it's this is the refining margins that's being crushed. Yeah. We're, I, I, you know, the refiners at one point, I would have said, and I did say, that Valero is going to have the best quarter of any company. Uh, the, the refining margins are just a disaster. That chart, David, look at that. That's a bad looking chart. Yep. Yeah, that is a bad looking That's chart. That's a bad, David. We got a downgrade of Pioneer today. Oh, that although, was Pioneering. P- Piper up oh. Exxon. It Piper. does up yeah. Exxon. Oh, yeah. okay. Buffett uh, keeps buying Oxy. Oxy? Uh, that's just, he must just keep hitting the wrong key. Uh, he's got like, you know, Moxie. He, he and he keeps saying Oxy. You think it's F5 20. on his keyboard? Is F5, buy Oxy? That means Yo, buy Oxy. He's, I he's go- almost 20% of it. I know, it's, there's no stopping him now. Pioneer, okay, that downgrade, which I regarded as, uh, as heresy. My Chapel Trust owns it. Scott Sheffield runs it. It is the number one dividend yield in the S&P, and I'm supposed to toss it out? Well, they, Just, they're talking about uh, taxes and some other sort of uh, non, uh, non-core issues, I guess, well, they, I the think that they, I, I think that these research departments say, look, uh, you gotta st- you gotta cut one up. You can't just ride around with EOG and Pioneer and Devon. Give us one. Give us one. So okay, we'll sacrifice Pioneer. We'll throw Pioneer. That's the maiden in the volcano. We call that David. That right. was the maiden in the volcano downgrade. Right. Underperformed to one of the greatest managers. Right now, Scott Sheffield's just saying, "I'm gonna destroy that guy." That's Which guy is he destroying? The analyst? Yeah. That's a waste of his time. He's got bigger things to worry about. No, I think he will destroy that guy. Really? Yeah. Competitive guy. Punch punch above your weight. Exactly. Exactly. In a short series, he wins. When we come back, we're going to talk some Twitter, as David promised, uh, facing off with Elon Musk in court today for the first time. We'll talk about what this hearing may tell us about the trajectory of the timing of the case, at least. Take a look at futures here as we're once again trying to keep some green arrows going at the open. Squawk on the streets back in a moment. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shehi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. It is the first hearing. This is on a motion to expedite the actual trial that uh, would be undertaken, of course, as Twitter uh, has sued Musk saying, yeah, you can't claim a breach for the $44 billion acquisition, we're going to hold you to it. That trial, of course, is the key, but we don't know when that kicks off because uh, first we got to kick off at 11 a.m. Eastern with this hearing in front of Chancellor McCormick. As you pointed out, though, it's going to be remote. Right. Um, we might get a decision very quickly, as soon as today, from her in terms of when the actual trial will take place. For its part, Musk says, hey, we need time. We need time to... Uh, spend uh, investigating our claims and our belief that uh, there are a lot more bots on the platform than Twitter says. We'll get back to the legal ramifications there in terms of even if they were able to prove something like that. And Twitter responds and says, hey, um, you know what? Right now you're just trying to obfuscate. You're hurting our business. By the way, the core issue uh, is contractually a relevant sideshow that Musk wants to use to disparage Twitter and prolong this litigation. So his proposed schedule, they say, calculated to complicate and obfuscate. They want a trial perhaps as soon as mid-September. We'll see whether they get it. Um, it's up to the uh, judge's discretion entirely. October 24th is when the merger times out, but it gets extended automatically. So that's not a real date that uh, she has to be concerned about. We don't know. Is it likely that she will go with an expedited trial? Probably likely, but not a definite. Um, and then, Jim and Carl, we get back to the, the main issues, you know, which really will be in the trial itself as to whether Musk and his team can somehow um, prove not just fraud, but prove Twitter knew it, withheld it, its material, and therefore causes would cause an, a material adverse effect on its business were it having to have been known. They've got to go through a lot of different things. By the way, it all begins as well with whether they're even entitled, that is Musk, to the information under the merger agreement. So Wait, that was a hostile bid. It's, it's, but, it's a lot of it, things it, that it, they will have to prove. Skadden Arps, his lawyer, got to imagine they're telling him, even Skadden's saying, well, listen, it's, this is not the easiest case, no, man. I, I you know? you're so right now. Uh, having had that conversation from Paul Weiss, where I just say, hey, guys, let's like, no, Jim, actually. Uh, when you've wanted to sue somebody. Yeah. yeah. They, they would say. They dissuade maybe, you from that because it might be more difficult. Well, they think. often talk about how I may uh, put down 200000 and win a quick 2000 Right. Yeah. Now, David, a couple things yes. that I, I need me. to know. Please. Um, if Ned Siegel, if the CFO of Twitter yes. had six meetings with them and offered them everything that was available, and there's no way that it, he could possibly be lying, what does um, what what does the Chancellor McCormick what is what does she say to that? Does that just dismissed? Yeah, I mean, listen. If it, it, the question will still be whether she orders specific performance, if, right. if the preponderance of evidence is that. 
Twitter obeyed the merger agreement and, and actually Musk breached it. Right now, the Deco um, Pack you mentioned yesterday. Yes, the cake company that was bought by Kohlberg. That, 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 that was had her. A, that was that was her. That was a question of whether the financing could withdraw, oh, okay, and she said okay. no. So it's really not as analogous because in many ways you withdrew because of the actions of the sponsor. As I said yesterday, everything I listen, you never these things change over time. They can, but right now that financing looks very solid. Doesn't seem to be a concern. The question is going to be, A, when we get the trial, which we should know by today, and then B, whether or not Musk is able to prove, go through all these things, that he was entitled to the information and didn't get it, that Twitter knew it and hid it, and it's material. That's just lies. Well, may it or may is. not be. Well, I mean, look, look, I made a study at Twitter. I mean, there are very few people who study Twitter like I am. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, In your spare time, you do that? I do things. I know you I never things. sleep. It's helpful. I, I, I do, and I speak. Okay, to, so what was I, the what was the conclusion of your study? My of conclusion is, is that Chancellor McCormick is going to tell Elon Musk to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh now, by the way, I'm still not sure what that actually means. Uh, it means get out of my court, you because, joker. Because you're buying this is, company. Is go to hell yeah. specific and go and and, and uh, you know and and go but, you know, and while you're at it, I want a Tesla. Uh, for wasting my time. Yeah. Tesla's still incorporated in Delaware. Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. That'd be a great that's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Go to hell. Go to Go hell. hell. Of, Go to hell. By the way, while you're at it, put a Go shirt to- on. <laughs> Jeez. You know, I mean, she's not going to say I'm so sick of you, but she's going to look at this and say, unless the whole team lied, which they didn't, Go to hell. Now, should we use the, that term? You know what? I kind of feel like we're done with this story now. What, if you go to hell? No, we're done. You've, 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 you know, that's we'll see. It. We'll go see what we get at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Kramer's Mad Dash coming up and the opening bell. Don't go away. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on. Crunch Island. It's Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away! Throw our last Crunchberry! No! No one steals my Crunchberries. I think you mean my Crunchberries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Tapping Crunch. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Bunch of cross currents today to watch. We've talked about gasoline and obviously the energy security crisis in Europe. We'll get further into J&J. Netflix tonight, of course. Uh, There's some Boeing news, Lockheed, Disney, Halliburton, Hasbro. The opening bell is coming up in five minutes. Well, here we are. The New York Stock Exchange. It's dazzling. I love it. But let me tell you point blank. We're not changing a thing around here. That was Jim last night during Mad Money's first episode, of course, down here at the New York Stock Exchange. It looked beautiful. It was gorgeous. We just have so many great people. I mean, there wasn't a soul I talked to who didn't say, wow. It was a wow. Um, All right. 
that being said, let's get a man dashing. All right, I want to talk about uh, Jim Takelet, who's the CEO of Lockheed Martin. He is a solid citizen. So when I see their number, really dramatically weakly expected, and a guy down from uh, expected 26 to 21.55, I kind of freak out. But the fact is, uh, there are some timing issues, some supply chain issues. But David, I ask you a question. We are in a proxy war against the Russians. And Lockheed Martin should not be missing out on missiles and fire control. I would think that if you were trying to defend Ukraine, you would be ordering all the missiles you can. And it didn't, I didn't detect it. You didn't detect it from what they told us. Well, I think that Lockheed Martin is a natural. I mean, we saw them on Face the Nation. Takelet is like, look, we've got the stuff. Now, what you do need is longer range missiles because you're putting your own people at risk. But I thought that I am not giving up on Lockheed Martin because Takelet is too good. It's too good. Let's get to the opening bell this morning at the CNBC Real-Time Exchange at the Big Board Volunteers of America, a Greater New York working to end homelessness in Greater New York by 2050. At the NASDAQ, it's Mondi, a travel technology company and marketplace celebrating its listing via SPAC. There's IBM front and center in the uh, red part. And Carl, I will tell you, I've got Arvind Christian. It was impenetrable. Uh, They wanted it to make it sound like that everything was good. Uh, And I think that there are a lot of us who are tired of saying, well, you know what? Uh, We don't really understand. Um, maybe. B of A today, uh, despite the relatively disappointing quarter, uh, we view the larger turnaround, that is revenue growth and free cash flow improvement to progress. Re- I like that. They reiterate buy. They trim it a little bit, 155. See, I, I think I'm more um, concerned with the way the analysts view it than the way I view it. I wanted growth. The analysts were supposed to want growth. They got growth, and now they want cash flow. What's next after they give them cash flow? It's a moving target, and it makes it so that the call makes it sound like the IBM really screwed up. I think IBM had almost a billion dollars in, in uh, currency, and IBM was one of the few tech stocks that has held up during this period. So I, I just, I struggle to say what Arvin Christian can do to please them, but the analysts in IBM seem to have far more power than they do in almost any other stock. I'm not clear why, but they sure do. Well, we're about 11% into earnings season if you look at market cap. Uh, Wells today takes a look at the banks, and how all, although we've only got seven big ones so far, on, uh, on one day post earnings, they're outperforming the market by 200 basis points. It's a very big surprise. Uh, we're used to them coming in hot. Uh, the banks have incredibly low multiples. The second half should be very good. A lot of them will be able to buy back stock. There's still some dividend increases coming. Uh, David, one of the things that uh, we all know about banks is that every time the Fed raises rates, it's just a check to them. Well, Bank America yesterday saying that interest income could rise by as much as $900 million to a billion dollars, I think, for the current quarter. For doing what? Being a bank. Yeah, just being a bank because of rates. But they don't, are, is, that ac- is that adequately reflected in their stock prices no. now? That's what I'm saying. You don't think so? No, because free the same money. Same time is, you had the slowdown in, in some capital markets activity. Yeah. Certainly, <laughs> IPOs, M&A advisory is slowed. It's it not, was. It's not a trickle, but it's slowed. No, and I, look, I question whether M&A advisory is going to pick up, given the fact that we haven't really tested the metal yet of the 
uh, assistant attorney general, right? Nope, we have. But I would say that Goldman's sentiment that they're of the trusted client did pay off. They had very good wealth management. Uh, Morgan Stanley had very good wealth management. The stocks are not expensive. It pays for almost all of them to buy back. And the one that I'm I'm continually perplexed by is uh, how great Jane Frazier's doing. It's sitting good. It's up. And yet the book value is tangible book is at 80. Uh, when they untangle, David, Mexico, yep. I think you're going to see a simpler situation where people are going to say, you know what, I like Sydney. You've gotten more positive on Sydney. I have, because I think Jane Frazier did a very good job. You do. Yeah, that, no, that was no. a very good quarter. And she is unwinding a lot of superfluous things that haven't done that well. Like so, I, I remember when I wanted to get a loan in Mexico, I went to Sydney. Yep. And they said, listen, I'm sorry, we have nothing to do with that. I said, but it, you own it. Animals, I, right? it was, yeah, yeah, I need you to help me. So, no, nope, there's nothing we can do. Well, what the hell is it? What's the advantage of that? What's the advantage of having a great bank that you can't bank with if you are have a city account? I thought that was just ridiculous. I went to Santander. Uh, well, the banks, Good banks generally, the stocks, now we have heard from all the big ones, as Jim pointed out and Carl pointed out, the uh, regional banks have yet, are yet to come and we'll right. see. But have performed pretty well, other than J.P. Morgan day one, which is a disappointment. Morgan, it did. There was a hurricane on J.P. Morgan's side of the street. Turned out the other side, it just it kind of went right through them. It was actually more of a tornado. Or like a tornado, yeah. yeah. Or those thunderstorms. Well, that Jamie went was right. Yesterday. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I, their quarter was flabbergastingly not great. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. The Goldman quarter I found rather incredible, but. Let's point out that trading drove, David, you know that they wanted it to be everything else but trading. Right. But trading was amazing. And so there, I felt there might be people who say, wait a second, same old Goldman. Same old, and I'm not buying it that. Wasn't. I think it's, a, it wasn't. It, what, it wasn't. Well, you're on to something else. I am. I'm on, I'm on to other things, yeah. But what do you got? Uh, I mean, watching Boeing again, uh, helping to lead the Dow. Boeing's up 10% for the month. As we got the Delta orders uh, yesterday at Farnborough today, it's reports of a, well, two things, nearing an order for the Dreamliner, and then 777 Partners, uh, 66 Max Jets. That's $8 billion right there. I did get tired of waiting for the, the okay, but uh, I had sold some much higher, but I sold some badly uh, for my Chapel Trust because I was tired of being hectored by my partner. Hectored by who? My partner. Oh, me? Yeah. I thought I could. I knew you weren't focused on anything I was saying, so I threw in a quick yes, one. I kind of yeah. heard it yes. at the end there. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I was, it's true because even though uh, it's not a public company, we've been focused in part on these, the plunge in valuations for private companies. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you talked about it's that. It's an important story. We, are, you we, doing we, arm? are you doing arm? Doing arm? I'm, doing arm? No, I'm doing Instacart. Oh, um, my God. Great. What we did we do? We did Klarna a week or two ago, remember? SoftBank yeah. was in it. Was it 45? And then Tiger and uh, Sequoia are in it. Was it six? They got Klarna. You so got Klarna. Instacart, um, by the way, back in March, this was CNBC.com, slashed its own valuation by 40% to $24 billion. And now a um, Bloomberg story in the last 24 hours says that Capital, uh, Investor Capital Group, cut its own valuation on Instacart to 14.7. So you're talking about a company that might have been as valued as high as $39 billion. Well, that's why we're stuck with all this um, nonsense. 
because in, they were all valued too high, not right? Not that long ago that is now 14. And, you know, the question is, many of these hedge funds, the, uh, the D1s of the world, for example, where are they marking things? How are they marking them? Are they leveraged at all? It's, these are, you know, continue to be questions that we have to grapple with to some extent, simply to understand sort of where some pressures may lie. But, uh, but it's worth doing. These were enormous yeah. companies that were expected to come public, by the way, right? I mean, Klarna probably wasn't for uh, Instacart. Yeah. Certainly we've heard Definitely about Instacart. as an IPO. The one that stands alone, though, is ByteDance, which still powers on, even with TikTok doing some things and laying or whatever. It's... Um, ByteDance, the numbers that I've heard in terms of the free cash flow of that company are enormous. Really? Yes. Enormous. Really? I haven't confirmed them, so I don't want to share them. So what would happen if, uh, if Mark Zuckerberg just kind of went all ByteDance? Like Reels? Reels is doing very well. No one listens to me. Um, no. I don't want it to be one of those situations where, pe- where uh, there's so much money spent on Metaverse. Now, I, have my, I bought my class. Uh, you can... David, I could be in the metaverse with you, looking buff, talking with you, and you know what? Frankly, yes, making, putting you down, putting me down. Yeah, put, in, in the, the metaverse. metaverse. Not, in, not metaverse. in real life, just no, the metaverse. metaverse. In the, here it is. This is me. There's an actual me trashing. Can we have the one me trashing Mark Zuckerberg? That is the best moment. No, the one the we metaverse. have is where you're trying to high five yeah. him and you keep hitting him in the head. Well, you know, when you're doing, there it is. See, when you're doing the high five, just imagine doing, this is what it's like. Let's do a high five with my eyes closed. Okay. I don't think the directors caught that, but <laughs> no, it was, was funny. Too fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, you, you have to manipulate this thing of which Mark was much better, Mark, was much better at it than I was. And then I tried to shoot basketballs, and I mostly shot them into the stands because I just wasn't good. But as you get proficient, you can sit in a zen. This is my favorite. I sat in a darn zen, zen garden and was just able to relax and just see my – I was in the present. You know you're supposed to be in the present? I was present. In the metaverse. Yeah. Which is a fake place. Yeah, but I was there. With I mean, I was thing just, on your head. You know, I didn't. Wasn't, right. I wasn't no, I'm sure it's going it. to be huge. I have no doubt. You really think so? You're the only one other than me. We'll all be there. It's going to be great, Carl. Well, we're going to find out maybe a little bit more when Snap reports later in the week. Oh, I think as, it'll be terrible. As, as far as the ad market goes, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Disney's up front, $9 billion, best ever. And Netflix tonight, Jim. Netflix tonight. Um, yeah, which, by the way, last quarter... Um, down 35 on earnings, prior quarter down 22 on earnings. So implied volatility down 14, Wells this morning says is pretty conservative. Well, I, I just think the stock is, is low. Of course, it used to be in the 20s. It used to be a 300 plus billion dollar market value. Now it's 84. Well, I mean, why don't, you, why don't you NVIDIA me? NVIDIA was the 750 billion. I remember it. I remember and it now well. People are, people are fighting to keep it you know, anywhere near that. You know, Carl, you said that's that possible, that interesting news about Disney. I'm gonna. That, I'm lowering my price target on that. On Disney? Yeah, on that good news, because that's what people seem to do. <laughs> that's what people right? do. Right? Hey, how about the Insider has this article? This is Insider. Yes. About how much you know. Iger hates JPEG. Yeah. And, and was, there was nothing new. I mean, what nothing new. That's that's such old, old. I know. Old. Iger is long gone. He has nothing to do with Disney. This then, is Bob JPEG's company. Love him or hate him. Whatever it may be. Why would you hate him? I don't know. I'm just saying. Why would it's you his. hate him? It, it, You've met him. Do you think he's hateable? No, of course not. His decisions are the ones that will reflect 
in terms of the future and of the company been, now. And he has not endorsed my New Mexico theme park yet. Other than that, I like what he's been doing. <laughs> I'll tell you... Were you there for that day? The New Mexico Jim theme pitched park? an idea. Oh, yeah, I may have a, missed that. A new theme park. The quarter. In New Mexico. Quarter, it goes right from Colorado to Texas. It's the fastest growing quarter in the country. I see. I don't want to put it in Texas because then we have this problem with DeSantis. Right. You know, kind of DeSantis problems with the governor of Texas. Understood. And there are lands of enchantment that are available. I found 330,000 acres right off the highway. You found 330,000 yeah, acres did. right off the highway. Yes. This is what you should be spending your time doing. I tried to say, well, what, I'm about not doing labor, Twitter, what about water? But he's determined I've to make this happen. I've got that. We're absolutely fine on water. And I have to tell you, David, this could be the beginning of a discussion that's not just about Disney Plus. I see. Because I see. He, you know, Bob knows theme parks. I think he does. that preliminary, I think it's been brought to the board. Well, I will tell you that if Netflix disappoints yet again today, Disney stock is going to go down tomorrow. Exactly. And there's nothing you can do about it. Even they do the, the uh, Schefter gets a big contract and they raise the price of ESPN Plus. And it doesn't matter. Even though if you are a gambler or you play fantasy, you got to have Schefter. So I thought that now, you know, the deal now is the, the, bar, the, the whole bundle's better. Uh, by the way, uh, Hulu now uh, showing some real strength. Better, yes. The fastest growing yeah. platforms uh, in, in Disney's bundle. Well, see, yep. one of the things that hurt, that's hurt Netflix is they often say, like I talked to um, Brian, who's my stage manager. I'll say, like, hey, are you watching um, so-and-so? And then it says, yeah. And then I say, is, what is that on? Oh, is that on Paramount Plus? Is that on nobody nobody Plus? knows what anything's on. That's on Hulu. Nobody knows what anything's on. That's true. Nobody hey, knows. I don't know. And by the way, a lot of people don't even know how many streaming services they have, but a oh, lot but of people in an bill. environment like this are churning through. So they're going to tune in for Stranger Things, and they're going to unsubscribe. So I call it the great unsubscribe. And they certainly when they have five or six, they're going to absolutely no, choose and uh, pick look, and choose. I want every, if everyone over, goes and looks at their cable bill, I think they'll find that they're paying for streaming a lot more than they thought. Now, if Apple um, Plus gets the DirecTV rights to NFL, yeah. well, then I think they can charge $10. They may be able to. They have a lot. Apple, I will say, and I was a doubter early. You has were. A lot no, of very you were a doubter. High, has a very, you were a very, true skeptic. Well, they have no library, but they have a lot of very strong content right now. By the way, they watch uh, Cinemark today. Uh, Morgan Stanley, uh, ups right. to overweight. Yeah, people disregard that as a, a rising that, tide. That's a four-month high on Cinemark. Well, as they argue that this, uh, yeah. the stock's not reflecting the return of the moviegoer. Well, look, I, I think that everything that that is good for them is good for AMC. But you know, you have that dual class of investor. There's the class of investor that is interested in every single stock, and then there's the class of investor that's only interested in AMC and GameStop. And I no longer want to call them investors. These stonkers, they're no longer investors. I noticed you've What's, been using that term, stonkers. Yeah, stonkers. Yeah, that was what they, what does you know, that mean? Portnoy brought them stonkers? in. Yeah. And they only know two stocks, and they refuse to talk about any others. Meanwhile, are they in crypto? I do, you know, yeah, uh, Scaram- oh, Scar- the, Scaramucci was a guest on, on Squawk Box. He did the right, he did something really positive. He, he halted outflows. Oh, is that did positive? Did you read the interview? Hear the interview? I did. I did. He said it was, so, it was positive. Did Typically, he make a that positive? has not been viewed as a positive, particularly, made, by the way, He's an allocator. He's a fund of funds. That was strange. He's not a you just know, he, a hedge fund saying, "Sorry, I got to gate you right now," or "I got to," you know. He made he's a fund of funds. He made lemonades out of lemon. Well, that nobody was a very can do that. Like, interview. Nobody can do that like Anthony. That was very he's, that's his and gift. you saw Novogratz saying Bitcoin can be re, re, I guess go to 500k by in five years. Well, I mean, so doubling down him. on his bullish I, thesis. A lot of the people at uh, the Robinhoods of the world bet, bet on some of those rather extraordinary other coins. Yeah. Like Dogecoin. That was an interesting thing. Yeah. It's kind well, of like 
You owned it at the right time. Swampland. It went up a lot. But I now, because those people are incapable of investing in anything other than losing Bitcoin uh, and Adam Aaron and GameStop, I'm no longer considering them investors. You're not. And I'm urging them. I'm urging them. The DraftKings app, there's a bunch, you know, FanDuel. These are all really good for the amount of skill that they have. And they should get the heck out of our markets because they do not represent what I regard as capitalism. They are gamblers. And, you know, they are paying, they're hoping for double zero. David, the short story of the gambler, he was better than they were, the gambler. And he just wanted double zero, which is very hard to get. So that's it. The stonkers, I'm done with them. They can complain. They they're can do whatever they us. want. They're not one of us. No, they are people who don't care about making money. They just care about beating up on people. That is not acceptable capital. Certainly not anything Ken Langone talks about. David, do you think it's capitalism to just go and beat up on someone? No, Jim, I don't. Right? I hate the shareholders who own Disney. I am going to crush them. And I'm going to go online, and I'm going to get 50,000 investors to crush Bob Chapek because David said that he liked Iger over Chapek. I did not say that. You didn't? No. Not oh. at all. Oh, I thought you said I know that. what he's working now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but exactly. we won't get into it. I know exactly <laughs> what your game is there, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Dow's up 235. All Dow stocks green except IBM. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Uh, Carl, all 11 sectors are up in the S&P. This is a very nice start today because it's such a broad rally. We're having almost a 90% upside day. I haven't seen that uh, in quite a while. As I mentioned, all 11 sectors up, but they're picking on the growthier parts because there's a bull narrative trying to emerge about the fourth quarter. Uh, you see semis are strong, consumer discretionary, communication services. This is the growthier part uh, of the market. Banks are up. What's uh, last? Well, uh, some of the more, uh, let's just say, consumer-oriented, healthcare, for example, consumer staples lagging, although still on the upside. In terms of what's up, we've had three fairly good days for most of the travel names. So uh, some of the uh, cruise shop, cruise ships, uh, the airlines doing a little bit better. Uh, again, still some hope there on uh, travel continuing up here. But I think the important story is big cap tech today. Nice little bounce. Even Apple is up uh, on the upside, but the big names all up about uh, 2%. Apple's now flat here on the day, but it's still pretty good considering what happened yesterday here. Uh, for yesterday, of course, on this, maybe they're slowing hiring story. Just remind everyone where the revenues come from Apple. Uh, only about a third of Apple's revenues are in the United States, 36 percent, 25 percent in Europe and almost 20 percent in China. So it should be no surprise to anyone, given what's going on in Europe and the COVID lockdowns in China, there might be kind of some kind of slowing in sales. But this has been widely anticipated. And the minute this happened uh, late last night, we've had, of course, people coming out, pointing out these facts. Dan Ives did a big thing last night on this. The street is well aware of weakness this quarter. We believe ultimately is looking past June numbers to the September and December quarters uh, with all eyes on the iPhone 14 production demand cycle for the fall staying on track. Apple is continuing to focus on a robust production pipeline and services ramp into 2023. So this is the old Wall Street game. Don't look at this, folks. Don't look at Q2 and Q3. Look at Q4 and 2023. And that's kind of where the bull narrative is right now. So the bulls are actually arguing for a fourth quarter rally. That's why you see people picking on some of these growthier sectors. The argument, the bull argument is this. The macro data will improve. Payrolls will hold up. Sales will hold up. The Fed right hikes are now front end loaded. 
and their cuts are going to come in 2023. That's part of the core argument for why you should consider a turnaround in the fourth quarter. This is the bull argument. Earnings estimates are already lower for key sectors of the market. It's energy that's higher. And you can see here some of the numbers that's going on here. So 2022, we're up 10%. 2023, these have been very sticky numbers. They haven't changed much. But it's much reason because energy's up. Banks, consumer discretionary, and communication services have been dramatically lowered. This is the bull argument for their earnings. And technology is fairly steady overall here. So the important thing here is okay for the fourth quarter, according to the bulls. Finally, Carl, just noting here, uh, these uh, monthly Bank of America fund surveys, they're starting to look like, uh, you know, the monthly suicide note here because the pessimism levels are through the roof. These are very short-term sentiment indicators, but 79% expect the profits to deteriorate in the next couple months, uh, the high cash, low equity. But here's what's strange about this. 76% think that inflation is going to fall, Carl, but one-third think the biggest tail risk is inflation is going to stay too high. So there's the big nux of the debate. Where are you on the inflation side of the story? And they're reflecting that anxiety. Carl, back to you. Uh, yeah, there's some amazing charts uh, in that fund manager survey, Bob. Thanks, okay. uh, Bob Pisani. As we go to break, uh, speaking of which, let's take a look at the bond report. Still got the 10-year just south of three. As Bob mentioned, uh, investors, at least according to that fund manager survey, no longer expect higher bond yields. In fact, uh, going to go back to 19 to see a number that expect a, a lower number that expects lo higher long-term rates. We'll be right back. Take a look at some Dow gainers, uh, including some names they're going to report later in the week. There's Dow at the top of the list. Nike follows. Uh, we mentioned some of the strength in travel today. Boeing, Intel, and AXP helping to lead for the second day in a row. Again, their earnings are on Friday. As we got just about every name in the green, Dow's up 235. Don't go away. Jim, we can't wait for tonight as well. Yeah, well, Halliburton uh, is beyond tonight. They very rarely do TV. I think the stock, which my travel trust owns, is up not nearly enough considering the amazing quarter. And then we have to talk about IBM. And you know, there are people who are very concerned that IBM may have uh, not been able to turn it around. I, I think they're turning it around, but maybe not fast enough. Uh, down 7% now. That's going to take you yeah. back to May. Um, yeah. But there's a lot to learn. Uh, from and, and I know it's great. If you were to quiz uh, my partner right now about what stocks I just mentioned, let's, let's see. What you, so what do you, who do I have on time? Luckily, we don't have time, David, but oh, I, I know you knew, you would you would know. Of if, course I know. If we had I know time. everything. <laughs> no, I know everything about Twitter. I know everything. Twitter? So many I know, things. I know and Twitter. I will never tell. Don't you worry, Jim. I know Twitter. All the things like I know. Like Musk didn't know Twitter. Because I've had some issues with my mentions column, which I urge everyone to go yes. to today. Go to hell. That was, that's the that's famous line. Because the stockers, the the stockers and I have reached a Pacham in Terrace. Do you? Pope, Pope John. We'll see you at 6, Jim, right over there. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be right back. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.